All right, and we're back uh, for our part two on the leader's mindset. Uh, my name is Cameron Singh, and here with Travis Van Dusen. Uh, we're both uh, managers in the aviation industry, and t on today's episode of the Leadership Mindset Part 2, we're going to talk about think empowerment and investment. Uh, first, we're going to start our discussion on empowerment. So if you feel overworked, overwhelmed, overstretched, chances are you're overestimating your own importance. When you overestimate your importance as a leader, you unintentionally undervalue the leaders that surround you. So Travis, have you have you been in this situation and what did you do to lighten your load? <laughs> I mean, every every couple of months I seem to find myself in this scenario. Um, I feel like this is a, a lesson that I have learned in, in my career, but at the same time, I think every 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 year I really have to do a very uh, a deep dive on, you know, what you know, what do I really need to get rid of? So absolutely, you know, I have I've had times where I feel overwhelmed, overworked, especially when I first became a manager. I, I really had that mindset of, you know, if if it's if it's meant to be, it's up to me. If if, if it's going to get done the right way, I have to be the one to do it. And and really, I just it got to this point where I, I, I felt like I had to be, you know, present at, at, at the office or in, you know, in the operation 24 seven. But luckily, you know, as we talked about in our last session, I had a mentor who, who came along and, along and kind of began to guide me. And, and one of the questions that he was able to help me uh, unpack was, you know, what are the things as you as you as the manager, what are the things that you, only you can do? So I began to write down the things that I was only I was responsible for. And, and I found out, you know, that list is fairly long, but at the same time, it was really manageable. So that meant everything else in this opera in the operation in the office could be delegated. So, and then in the next year, year and a half of my career, I began to learn to delegate uh, things correctly and, and giving away responsibilities and, and empowering people through, you know, giving them authority to make make decisions on my behalf and. You know, things have been a whole lot better in, in, in recent years because of that. Yeah, and that's something that I really struggled with as well, Travis, early on is delegating because I felt when I was such a new and young leader, you know, starting in the aviation industry, I was like, if I don't do it, it's not going to happen the right way. And as I move forward in the industry and in my career, it's like you learn how it's all about trust. And we're going to talk that about later in this episode. Um, it's that's where it starts with you have to start trusting the leaders around you because if you do everything yourself as a as a leader as mentioned earlier you're going to undervalue the leaders and they're going to feel like they don't belong um when you don't trust the leaders around you they don't grow and they don't stay and you will become the lid to the organization if you think you are the only one who can do it right you know, no one will be able to grow around you and you yourself won't be able to grow because you're limiting yourself. And eventually you'll become overworked due to being filled and instilled with that pride, which leads to yourself being an undeveloped leader. I, I found this with myself many times is I was going to the office 6 a.m. leaving till late, late hours of the night. 
nothing was accomplished. I didn't grow myself, develop myself. I was doing the work that other people should be doing on the team to help them grow. And many leaders are obsessed with finding the right strategy, the right product, or that right opportunity. But the best leaders are obsessed with empowering the right people. Um, empowering is such a powerful tool as leaders we can use, not only to grow leaders around you, but also to grow ourselves as leaders. And so there are two currencies of empowerment, which is one, clear communication and genuine trust. So Travis, what are some ways we can clearly communicate with our team and build that genuine trust? So I think, so this is, this is a very important question, especially this idea of, of, of being able to communicate clearly. So, so I think number one, uh, I, I always go back to, to what Andy Stanley said many years ago about vision leaks. So I, I always pull that even into just basic communication. Um, you got to remember, you know, when we live in this management world, we 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 uh, our our lives are are somewhat, you know, completely uh, you know attached to our jobs. I mean, it, they're one and the same. We have to remember, for most of our employees, this job is a is a nine to five, eight hour an eight hour a day job, and they go home and they and they try to forget about the business. They forget about everything that goes on. So often the communication, the things that we try to communicate to our teams, the expectations we try to set, they often are easily forgotten. So there, there's there's an important communication aspect of that. As number one, I would say that you must always uh, be constantly in a, in a constant repetition of repeating yourself. The second part to that is, is really the, the, the best thing that you can do is, is you have to model your expectations. I mean, this is this is a perfect example. You know, if, if I'm out on the, the airport ramp, if I'm not in a safety vest with earplugs in and, and with eye protection or whatever requirements that are required by the company that I work for, then am I really truly setting an example or that or a clear communication of what is expected by my team? Talking about trust, you know, I, I've I've often believed that um, I've always kind of worked by that model of saying that I will trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you. You know, John Maxwell kind of says it like this. He says, you know, put a 10 on everyone's head. Give, you know, give everybody that benefit of the doubt that they can be successful. Um, but I believe, honestly, trust simply comes by first, you know, you have to just simply trust. You have to just simply, you know, put the, your your faith in them and, and and try to build that trust and 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 give them, and and you need to allow them to give you a reason not to trust you. So if you're if you're unsure about that, then I mean, you test the waters with something small, right? Give them give them a responsibility that maybe doesn't have you know huge ramifications to the company if it's not done correctly or is it a failure, and as you see. Uh, success, or as you see failure, you can make adjustments accordingly. Yeah, and you know, clear communication is so important. And as for us as leaders to clearly communicate, and this is very in various forms, it could be in person, verbally, written. Um, it's so important to be clear in your expectations. Um, one thing that I value so much is 
spending that time with the team, that quality time when I'm, you know, when I have spare time is spend time with the team and just talk about what's going on. I uh, could be talking about nothing, but that clear communication is how you build that genuine trust where people start to trust you and know you, uh, who you are as an individual, your character. And I think one thing as leaders also to build that genuine trust is to admit when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes I've, I've seen this, uh, leaders that I've encountered throughout my career so far, is when leaders don't admit when they're wrong, that's when the team starts not trusting that individual. And once you break that trust, it's so hard to rebuild it. Uh, it takes almost longer to build back that trust than what it took initially to build the, that initial trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so important to provide the proper expectations and resources and provide the opportunity for autonomy and creativity rather than trying to control everything going on. If you try to control everything going on in uh, with your team, you're going to be considered a micromanager and you're going to overwork yourself. You want to think empowerment and not control because if you don't trust your team, you don't have the right people or you don't have the right mindset. That issue is yours to solve because one thing to remember is the strength of your organization is not a reflection of what you control. It's a reflection of who you empower. And it's so critical to empower those around you, empower your team members. The, and the best leaders embrace the idea, I'm giving leaders the opportunity to, to grow. And that's something that I've instilled um, you know, as, as a kind of a new leader in the industry is what am I doing to provide value to my team? What am I doing to v- provide value with my leaders, my manager? Um, because once you in, uh, invest your time, investment, which we'll move on to next, once you invest your time in the people, though your product, service, and everything will come thereafter. Absolutely. Um, and you can have control or you can have growth, but you cannot have both. You know, most leaders delegate tasks and the best leaders delegate authority. When you delegate tasks, you create followers. But when you delegate authority, you create leaders. And the win is when you create those leaders. I often find that uh, when uh, early on when I delegated tasks, it was just simple tasks, but it didn't really develop the person. And once you start delegating that authority, that's when you really see people grow. And as a leader, it is so rewarding and encouraging when you help someone grow in their own leadership and push people towards their full potential as a leader. And it's all about investing your time in the growth of others, spending that time wisely. The more you spend time in that, the more you'll see people flourish on your team. And speaking of investing, now we shift our discussion to how to shift our mindset into thinking about investment. So a resource, when we talk about a resource, a resource is what you have that you can leverage to accomplish your goals and the mission of the organization. Your resources include team members, money, time, energy, buildings, and supplies. 
And resource allocation is investing your available resources in the present to accomplish your goals in the future. One thing to note, as we talked about in last episode, your leadership is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And leaders think differently about resources. It's about what you have to drive your mission. And as leaders, we have to think about investing our resources, not spending our resources. Often with our P&Ls, we're so, um, so focused on, okay, how much do I have to spend this month? How much do I have to spend on uh, our equipment? <laughs> how much do you have to spend on supplies for the month? But it's, it's not about spending, it's about investing. And in, what an investment is, is when we're expecting a, an exponential return on what you put in. And time, time is your most important asset as a leader. You have time for what you choose to have time for. So Travis, um, how do you best invest in your time? Yeah, I love I love what you did. I, I love what you just said about the whole um, you have time for what you want to invest in. That is that's so that's so true. You know, for me, um, I'm I've you know I've had a couple of good mentors from the management uh, space, and and one of the things early on they told me was that when once you reach the management level, once you once you reach that management level, number one, you know you're you're getting paid at a higher wage. The expectations yeah. of things that you do are. Are, are, are you're, you, there's a different different list of expectations for you now. So so when I put you know five percent effort in, I don't. If I'm just a normal employee, normal expectation. If I put five percent of effort in, I get five percent production out. Well, when you reach management level, you really have to start thinking about the perspective of when I put five percent effort in. I need to be able to get 25, 30% uh, results out. So, so what I look at is really number one, from a, from a managerial perspective, I look at what are the things that when that, what are the things that I can do that have the most lasting effect on my company, the people, the organization, uh, the finances, whatever it is, what are going to be, what's going to be that 10 X kind of, opportunities that it's going to come across. But I also look at this from a from a personal growth perspective. Um, one of the things I was guilty of doing early on in my personal growth was I got stretched too thin and trying to learn too many different uh, subjects and too many different ideologies. I was listening to too many different voices. And honestly, I was in a just state of confusion. So what I had to figure out was you know, what were my strengths? Because, you know, John Maxwell talks about this a lot. You know, we we have to learn to operate within our strengths and our all of our time or the majority of our time should always be invested in our areas of strength. So so to kind of wrap that up, I'd say that, that this from from a from a business perspective, I would say time management, time invested really equals what gives me the highest return on my time meaning production-wise. And then from a personal perspective, I also say, what things can I spend time growing in that I'll actually exponentially grow faster in than maybe some other subjects? You know, maybe I'm, I, I'm not, uh, you know, going to be great at administration, 
but you know, studying the subject of leadership is somewhere where I can excel and and, and do do great. I can 10x that 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 opportunity. So, you know, do you want to grow, you know, one percent every day, or do you want to grow, you know, 0.2 percent <laughs> every day? You know, which one's going to compound faster in the long run? Yeah, and you know. To piggyback on that, Travis, is, you know, I spend a lot of my time, uh, which is very dear to my heart, is my own development as a leader. Um, and to to include that is my own mental health. I want, I always make sure to invest time in myself uh, to make sure that I am centered as a leader, you know, emotionally, spiritually, uh, have a good mindset. Um, and so I can best invest in people because we, if we are tired as leaders, we're overstretched, we're stretching ourselves thin. How are we effectively going to inspire and power uh, other individuals to aspire for leadership or grow into their leadership um, and investing in people and helping them get better brings the highest return. You know, throughout my leadership role so far um, in, in this industry, it's been so rewarding to see, you know, the investment in people, uh, you know, see them grow and develop and to see when I met them first and to see where they are now and that you are a part of that. That is the greatest return. And that is so rewarding um, as a leader is that you are a part of someone else's growth. Just like people were mentoring us, right, Travis? You know, we have mentors that have helped us to where we are today and we couldn't be there um, if it weren't for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, when we, we don't find leaders, we develop them. And our most, your most valuable uh, resource is always the people. Um, and the potential of your organization rests on the strengths of his people. Um, there's a show that I watch. Uh, I don't know if you watch this, Travis, on CNBC. Marcus Lamonis, he has a leadership principle. It's called uh, hmm. uh, People Process Product. And he helps these, he goes into these small businesses and helps them transform the businesses. Oftentimes, it's the people that's where the issue is, not the process and the, and the product, it's the people. So he starts with the people. And you know, it's so important to shift, start shifting our mindset to, start investing in our people because if we don't we're not going to see any movement in the organization uh travis do you have any additional thoughts no i just think that that's so true about you know the investment in people and as we see this 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 new generation our generation and even the the gen x generation that's coming in behind us um their their mindset has has, has changed dramatically from the previous generations where it's really shifting more towards uh em employees and, and and you know employees are looking more for invested opportunities to grow and learn under great leadership and learn and be mentored that they would rather take that opportunity to learn and grow than maybe actually go to a company where they're going to make more money but not have that investment so moving forward into the future the really the successes of 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 our, our of companies is going to be based on this idea that are they willing to invest in their people 
are they willing to invest capital into you know the act their their most precious resource, or are they going to continue to just continue to push on you know the paycheck? Because I think we're we're seeing a slight shift away from the importance of a paycheck. It of course is always going to be important, but that development is is what people are seeking more than anything. So I think this is going to be huge moving into uh, the, the the future. Yeah, and you know, Travis, you make a good point because you know when I started with the organization that I'm working for in the aviation industry, the only reason that I've stayed on for as long as I have is because I have personally been invested in. Uh, exactly. People have surrounded me. They've invested in me, um, and it wasn't just because the paycheck. The paycheck was there, but the organization provided value beyond that paycheck which is why I stayed on board. And that's what these young, this new generation are looking for is, Absolutely. yeah, they, they get a paycheck, but they want more and they're looking for more. So this concludes, yeah, did you want to add something, Travis? No, I'm, I think we're all good. Uh, all right. Well, this concludes our episode. Uh, thank you for your time and listening to this discussion on part two of the leader's mindset, focusing on empowerment investment. Uh, one thing to remember, your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So one thing to ponder uh, before I listen to part three, um, which is coming up soon, what are you going to do to think differently as a leader? And how are you going to change that? Uh, so our next episode of the Leadership Download will further the discussion on the leader's mindset. The final part, part three, where Travis and I we're going to discuss about thinking about possibilities and inspiration. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.